0: Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast.
1: This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, Episode 9, Amazon Stick Strategies. This is about providing obvious value to your Amazon customers, so they'll remember you and remember your brand. Remember, you have to dig the well before you're thirsty.
0: Guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Post-Purchase Pro podcast. We are so excited to talk to you today about stick strategies for your business. Now, when I say stick strategy, Sean, what am I talking about? You know, it's
1: easy for us, Seth, as Amazon sellers, to sit back and just assume that Amazon will just continue to send us buyers every day. And they will for the most part. But when you say stick strategy, this means how I get the customer to stick with my brand, to reorder my product, to go back to my Amazon listing and allow us to engage with them to promote future products or promote the same product more than once. In other words, stick strategies allows us to continue to sell more of the same product to the same list by getting them to quote-unquote stick after the sale. And there are a lot of ways that uh, you and I have discovered how to do this. Uh, But today specifically, I think we're going to uh, talk to folks about how to use product instructional videos, uh, product instructional PDF, downloadable digital content that delivers tremendous value that's obvious, to the buyer. It's not about us, the seller. It's not about you, Seth. It's about those who purchase your product through Amazon and it's about you providing ongoing value to enhance my experience as a customer. That's how we get your customers to stick around and do more business with you, Seth.
0: Yeah. And so I guess the first hurdle in having any customer stick is having them be satisfied enough not to return the product. Not to be so upset that they leave you a negative review, which is kind of like, you know, two huge benefits of of providing a better customer experience is you make more money because less people return the product. You get better ranking because less people return the product and you get better ranking because less people give you bad reviews. So like you said, Sean, we're going to be talking about making your customers stick to your purchase, stick to your brand by providing more value after um, that when they buy from you. So I've bought products many times where there's just no support. And that really hurts the experience when, as a seller, we can easily provide um, something that helps the product um, give the customer the experience that they were looking for, give them the benefit that they were seeking when they bought from you. Sean?
1: Yeah, this is going to be a quick episode because the idea is simple, but the effectiveness is just amazing. So, you know, this is about providing obvious value to your Amazon customer so they will remember you and remember your brand. You have to dig the well before you're thirsty. And what I mean by that, Seth, is that it's easy for us to just sit back and assume that things are just fine and dandy, put our head in the sand, and we don't have to provide customer service. But if we do, it's taking control. We have to take control of a certain percentage of our business and save that for a rainy day. How many times, Seth, have you heard war stories of sellers who are doing an amazing job? They have remarkable products. They provide great support. They have no bad reviews. But for some goofy reason, the so-called Amazon gods will shut off the listing, suspend the account for no reason. And then as a seller, we have to go in there and fight this battle that we should never have to fight. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a customer list through our stick strategy secrets that we could tap into that customer list for more ongoing sales, maybe a membership program, maybe upsells, cross-sells, down-sells, affiliate offers, so we can tap into that to, to create revenue while we're fighting with Amazon to turn our listing back on? That's what I mean about taking control. If you take control of even a small percentage of your business, then it's not all about Amazon's traffic. Yes, Amazon's a great opportunity. Yes, almost anyone can do it. But at the end of the day, Amazon is in 100% control of your business. I don't like that. That makes me uncomfortable. That's like having a business, Seth, with only one single customer. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I know. It makes it... Uh you know, you get pretty nervous if you only had one customer, but that's like what we're all dealing with. We're dealing with Amazon as our customer, basically. And they, because they shield us from the actual people that we are transacting with, the actual people that we need to build a relationship with. So using a stick strategy, which would be providing more ongoing value to your product experience, you can actually use that as an excuse to engage with your customers outside of Amazon and Build a real business because you're building real relationships with real customers, giving you much more control. So, you know, one of the things that we like to do right away whenever we launch a new product is do more in the market or do in more in our niche for our product experience than anybody else. So one of the the hacks that we use is to order the top best um, couple sellers in any niche that we're in and see what that product experience looks like. Study their Um, instructions, study any supporting material that goes along with their product, and then do a better job. If we can provide more value instantly, our customers have a better um, opinion of us, are more likely to leave us good reviews, are less likely to return the product, and we have an opportunity to engage with them outside of Amazon, which allows us to control a portion of our sales, which gives us the ability to I guess, what you would say, uh, control our own destiny in the in the Amazon search term rankings, which is responsible for a lot of our sales. Sean?
1: Think about when you unbox the product, Seth. At that point in time, you're all excited. Your Alexis went off, said you have a new delivery, or you heard your driveway alarm, and you see the UPS or the Amazon delivery truck pulling away. At that point, you're excited. You're reminded of that, that psychological adventure, that excitement that you experience when you purchase your product on Amazon. And when you go to open the box, if it's just plain packaging, nothing remarkable, you know, there's obviously no instructions on how to assemble. Um, I, I bought a, a monitor riser for my desk so that I didn't have to use textbooks like you do, Seth. And when I got it, I mean, I was so excited to get my monitor up to eye level uh, but I couldn't figure out how to put the darn thing together. I had to like go on YouTube and search around, and it was simple. That could have easily been taken care of through a simple product insert or maybe even an instructional video on youtube so here's the easiest way to show obvious value, enhance the customer experience and as Seth said uh, and Seth, you know you're all about this lowering or eliminating altogether customer returns. So we've all purchased products that require assembly at a store. And the first thing that happens when we open, it says, stop. If you're missing a part, do not return this product to the retailer. Call this toll-free number and get a a missing part, right, or a screw or a bolt or something. So imagine if someone's opening your product and you said there's a sticker or or an insert or a stop sign that said stop. Avoid making this number one mistake that we see most of our customers make That Lowers the usability, or you know, uh, or decreases the the uh, effectiveness of the product, or whatever. I mean, use your imagination. You know what product you you have. And if I was to see that when I unbox this monitorizer, I would have been like, oh, okay. Let me check this out. Go to the URL or scan the QR code, and it takes me to a a landing page that's about me. It's about enhancing my experience. It doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't say Hey, go provide me a review or, you know, go uh, add this product to your to your uh, wish list or whatever. No, it's about thank you for your purchase. Watch this simple 45 second instructional video to show you how to easily assemble this thing. Something like that just goes above and beyond what a customer is expecting when they get an Amazon delivered product, albeit made and packaged in China with Chinese instructions to me. If I were to refer Seth to get rid of his textbook holding his monitor up right now, I would say, Seth, go buy this product. But because of my experience, Seth, I'm not even gonna recommend this product. Although it works perfectly, it created some frustration. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Seth, do a quick recap and uh, get us out of here and we'll see you folks next week.
0: Yeah, Sean, exactly. So we wanted to keep this short and sweet for you guys. We know that you're busy, but think about the product experience for your customers. I know a lot of you guys are selling products that you think are too simple to provide any ongoing value, to provide any instructions, but that's just not true. Even the simplest products um, can have value added to them Um, because even if you bought a simple product with you as the customer, you still would like to have something to support that. So um, it's always disappointing to me no matter how simple the product is when the product shows up with nothing else. So make sure you provide something else where your customers feel more special, more taken care of than any other uh, customers in the space, and you'll do better long-term, I guarantee it. So guys, really think about your customer when you're um, when you're designing your product experience, and I think you're gonna have a lot better results long-term. Guys, this has been the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast Episode 9. Until next time, Sean, I'll see you uh, then.